everyone and welcome to all things SR podcast today we are do, are doing what Leslie euphemistically calls chapter 56 <laughs> good morning Leslie <laughs> good morning Pam good morning everyone good afternoon and good evening if you're listening at a different time or a different time zone yes I always joke that um there have been a couple of podcasts now when there have been uh, sexy times during the chapter <laughs> that ends in six. So I jokingly referred to this chapter today as chapter 56. Yes. Um, and uh, truly, though, this is one of the more beautifully written passages um, of this book anyway, and I'm looking forward to, to chatting about it. Mm-hmm. Um, how is everybody? I can't, I, we take one week off. I feel like it's been months since we did the podcast and I was reflecting as I, you know, seeing Betty in the chat box, chat room. I, uh, am reflecting that two weeks ago I was with Betty in the beautiful Marina Del Rey Ritz Carlton mm-hmm. having uh, I believe it was around breakfast time. Mimosas? Um, mimosas and beautiful breakfast in the garden. And I can't believe that was two weeks ago. It feels like a dream. I hope you're all well. And as Betty pointed out in the chat, this chapter, chapter 56, mm-hmm. is uh, still in Miami. And we're back in the beautiful, beautiful town um of miami beach and betty said that was the perfect song to listen to while enjoying a glass of sangria with paul and it, and it took her no time to get to that <laughs> <laughs> i know that was record time betty mm-hmm. i think that was like two minutes in so well <laughs> done man well done well done is right and Anna points out, good, hot, and steamy morning, a wedding weekend. Oh, Anna, wow, wonderful. But it is hot and steamy yes, here in is. the northeast of the U.S., and actually, I think for a majority of the continental U.S. And, um, and Elaine had asked if it was, uh, she, that she said it was about 80 where she is in Maine. Which is unreal. The the 80s, and the uh, fog, which is supposed to burn off and it does burn off. Ours has burned off. And I think our high is supposed to be 97 today. I believe that's right. Your Philadelphia is set to break a record today. Yep. I think the record had been 92. It was, um, yeah. I think we are will either reach it or exceed it. Say a little prayer for my daughter who is um, working outdoors today for a 12-hour day recording um and filming and live streaming 
uh, the graduation ceremony at Bucknell University. Just up the road from Seelands Grove. I was just going to say, not too far from our beloved Susquehanna University mm -hmm. that we read about in the Gabriel series. Um, so uh, she was there yesterday. Um, they had a cer ceremony last night. There's four ceremonies that she's recording over the weekend with her colleagues at WITF Public Media. So mm -hmm. say a little prayer for her because uh, it's a long day. It's a long day, and in it, their cer ceremonies are all outside, so um, I'm sure there's going to be lots and lots of water, and I'm hoping people will stay safe. Betty's saying we're expecting 91 mm -hmm. degrees Fahrenheit in New York City. Yes, Betty, I hope she stays hydrated as well, and Anna's saying hoping the outdoor ceremony tomorrow afternoon isn't rained out. Oh, I hope so I hope as well, so. I hope Anna. So. I hope it holds off. I know that uh, uh, St. Joe's held their graduation last night. Or one of one of the they've got different business schools, business schools, mm -hmm. whatever. And they had part of their uh, graduation last night. And of course, we had from about three o'clock till about five o'clock, we had downpours, off and on, but downpours. Oh yes. So it's always challenging at this time of year and yeah. ashley i see she can't wait to go to florida in june well i'm jealous ashley i can't wait to hear about your trip to florida i hope you have just, a wonderful one just come to philadelphia you'll have the same weather <laughs> <laughs> minus the minus the beaches or the theme parks well, we, <laughs> although, yeah, one, we, although one could one could argue that there, <laughs> there are certain parts of philadelphia that are just as entertaining mm -hmm. Mm. But we do have South Street uh, or Spruce Street Park, which has put all these barges together. And oh, really? They, yeah, they put they create like a little beach area in the, on the mm. barges, and they have you know a tiki bar and and tables. It's not like you can go sit in sun and and suntan or anything like that. But you get your feet in the sand. You got a, 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 a nice tropical type cocktail or a cold beer, and you're and you're on the water. You're on the Delaware mm. River, so. And Elena just noted, I wish I could send you all our ocean breeze that is keeping our temps down on the coast. Mm -hmm. I I just wish we could all be up there with you, Elena, mm -hmm. Black Lab Lady. Um, but this weather is no nothing new for Cheryl in uh, Hotlanta. Nope. So I'm not sure how they're. I think they're part of the heat wave too. It, it looked like most of the most of the U.S. Um, on the eastern side is and then i see my friends in denver are getting eight to 12 snow. inches of snow mm -hmm. so always unpredictable very always oh, I, unpredictable. I can remember many 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 moons ago being at the jersey shore at the beacon um mm. bar on washington i think it is was but it was uh they had a, a hockey game on i think it was um a playoff game of some sort on their tv uh, and it must have been the Flyers that they were had because they, unless it was a Philadelphia sporting event, they really mm. never had the TV on. And um, it, they were talking about the snowstorm that was happening out in the Midwest. And we're all in flip-flops and shorts. And so, yeah. Mm. yeah. Anna, Anna just noted that the forecast isn't looking good. We'll see what the backup plan is at rehearsal today. And maybe another peach crown slushy. There you go. 
The peach crunch slush sounds delicious, Anna. I think that's the way to go, but do do have some water with that. Um, we have in our freezer Rita slushies. And mm. Rita's not Rita not Rita's water ice, which is something that they have here in, in parts of Pennsylvania, <laughs> New Jersey, and Delaware. But um they're like you know, you know, like the push up pops you used to get as kids. Mm-hmm. They're like that. But they're um, like margar supposed to be margarita flavored. Oh wow! Uh huh. That's that sounds like a delicious uh, frozen treat. I think they could be dangerous, <laughs> but that's just that's just me. <laughs> uh, well, I, it's funny because I was in the grocery store on Thursday, mm -hmm. and they have at. And, you know, now that Philadelphia sells wine and, and beer in the grocery stores of Pennsylvania, they had you walked in and they had a Bud Light guy, and this was like a Bud Light light. It looked like water. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, this could be very dangerous. <laughs> it gave us, I got a sample, of course. Nice. Of course. <laughs> but yeah, it, I mean, it, it is a beer, but it's it's very very water-like so it could be quite dangerous keep the hydrated that sounds delicious elena's yeah. inviting everybody up to maine thank you cheryl's noting the weather is miserable and mm. betty was asking if anyone caught the sunday lunar eclipse i'm sad to say it was cloudy here it was cloudy I was here. so so excited to see it i've seen beautiful beautiful images of it obviously um did you guys get to see it? I'm curious where you're in your neck of the woods. Did anyone get to see it? I think that's a great question. Betty. I think Lori saw the blood red, the blood moon. Mm. So. I mean, I did notice the moon, you know, the subsequent night. Mm -hmm. But um, I did not get to see. Well, the blood, the blood moon was created by the eclipse, so. Because of the way the, uh, the shadows, light. the sun, and it filters out to the moon, it becomes mm -hmm. blood red. My brother-in-law gets freaked out by that, but that's another story altogether. Well, because you know. he's a, after all, he's special. Um, fun, fun with science. <laughs> um, if you believe in it. <laughs> I know. And Cheryl, uh, Cheryl, um, I hope you guys are trying to keep cool down there in Atlanta. Um, I know it's super, super steamy there. Betty couldn't see it. She said it was cloudy in New York as well. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I think that's very cool. I also, you know, I, whenever there's a full moon, there's all kinds of discussion about things happening. And I think that coupled with Mercury in retrograde, it seems like everything's been a little wacky and a little off mm -hmm. the past couple been. weeks. It has been. Um, I, you know, I didn't realize Mercury was in retrograde until we were having all these tech problems last week at my house. And it actually was a blessing we didn't have the podcast um, because my internet was out. That means our TV was out. It was all kinds of havoc was ensuing. Mm -hmm. um, and then all kinds of strange things happened this week. So it, it just... <clears throat> I used to not buy into the Mercury and retrograde thing, but I'm totally a believer now. I've been a believer <laughs> for a long time. And I this know. one is supposed to be a pretty a pretty rough one from what I understand. But. Well, and it goes through June 3rd, so I know. 
Just hang on for the ride, friends. That's all we can do. It should be fine. It should be fine. Uh, it is all we can do. Um, and there's also going on this weekend uh, for our friends in Canada, Canada Victoria Day. Day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whole, whole fun weekend. We were there for one one year. Three years ago at this yeah. time. Uh, Pam and I were up in the Great White North. Uh, we met up with uh, MJ and Jen. MJ, Jen, Mom. Locklear, Morgan. Uh, there was a book event. Mm-hmm. And we were fortunate enough to be able to go and uh, spend some time with them in uh, Niagara Falls and Toronto. Mm-hmm. It was absolutely glorious. Uh, and it was also during Victoria Day weekend, which we didn't realize because we were hoping to go see uh, the University of Toronto's museum, you know, mm-hmm. the site of the infamous uh, tango on the wall. <laughs> and uh, we didn't get to because it was closed for the holiday. So, which is the Art, the Art Gallery of Ontario. Yep. Mm hmm. Right, right. No, that's actually separate Rome. from the university, isn't it? There's the ROM, too. Yeah. Royal Ontario Museum. Technically, those museums are separate, but. Right. um, Yeah. Yeah. And I had a wonderful Negroni at a little place called the Federal, which survived Mm. the pandemic, but they're not serving dinner anymore. They're serving breakfasts and lunch, from what I understand. Oh, yes. Oh, that was a lovely place. Wasn't that good? We found there was some magical. We we went to Harry Potter Bar. That's right. Which also, I believe, is not open anymore. No, that's not open. Which was sad because they had the best mixology and cocktails all based on Harry Potter themes. It was Mm -hmm. so, so cool. Um, Butterbeer and... All kinds of stuff. Really, really neat. The the one cocktail had... I was trying to remember what the one is that I drank, but they had all different kinds of concoctions. It was really lovely. Yeah, it, was, it was very different. And mm-hmm. they had a lot, you know, I had a lot of the things like you would see at the, at the uh, pub where they would go to in uh, around Hogwarts. Yes. Yeah. So. It was a great trip. I can't wait. And, and of course I would be remiss without mentioning before we move on that that was where we discovered our beloved fiddlesticks. Ah, oh, and they're and, and anybody listening today in Canada, they're playing in Milton. You have to buy the tickets. It's twenty dollars ahead uh, for the ticket, or twenty five at the door. You don't want to miss them. They're just so good. Mm-hmm. In fact, I'm I'm putting the website for fiddlesticks. Fiddlesticks is a really great band mm-hmm. um, that we are official uh, groupies of. The American um, groupies, yes. Yeah, or did we say Pennsylvania. the Pennsylvania? We said we the said Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania groupies. groupies yeah. um, MJ was the uh, Florida, Florida groupie. groupie and then Jen was of course the Oregon groupie. The Oregon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, <laughs> but they're really you'll, good. You'll want to check them out. Um, uh, really remarkable violinist um they play such fun things yeah they have an electric fiddle yeah which is cool i was trying to 
get to the page to describe um, the extreme fiddle show is how they bill themselves, but they do really great takes on wow, and they're the reader's choice for like all a kinds lot of, of the, performances. A lot of towns in Ontario too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so it's it's really a fun. So it, we, it was also Shell's birthday, so we wish you a, a happy belated birthday to you. And uh, author uh, QB Taylor uh, has um, lost her husband right after their first year wedding anniversary. So keep Aww. her in prayer. Thank you for sharing that, Cheryl. We definitely, as, as Shell noted, strength and healing support for QB Taylor. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's... That's super hard. And we're glad you could join us today. Mm-hmm. And we are going to start are. with SR's news. News from SR World. The, the world of SR includes it's a Victoria Day weekend in Canada, and he has already had a head start. I think he had a head start as of Tuesday. Um, yes. And he's sending greetings to all his fellow Canadians. Part three of Gabriel's Rapture, of course, airs on Passion Flicks on August 12th, and the filming for Redemption is uh, slated for early fall. That's going to be really exciting, Um, and I can't believe August 12th is fast approaching. Yes, it is. Um, I'm not ready. I I will say it again and again and again. Um, I'm not ready, but I'm excited. Yeah, because this is going to be a heart-wrenching one. Mm-hmm. Then um, also he says he's, write, he's writing and hoping to finish the book by this summer. But I have a little bit more research and maybe some travel to do yet. Mm-mm. I love it. Mm-hmm. SR and research. SR is good at his research. Very good at his research. Um, and I'm really, really excited that he is uh, making some travel plans. And I'm, I'm hopeful he gets to... Adventure, because um, yeah, we I, know that's such a key component of his writing process. Absolutely, and, and you know he's mentioned it a few time, times in uh, emails back and forth about you know especially during the pandemic. I think is when he actually started writing the book, mm-hmm. and he was having a lot of issues getting creative with it, which a lot of creative artistic people were having. Uh, during that time period, not a lot of people, you know, even introverts sometimes need to have the, the inner reactions of people around them and places mm-hmm. to get the full experience, even if they sit quietly doing nothing or what it seems to be doing nothing. So, yeah. So anyway, mm-hmm. so we wish him well on that. I can't wait. Absolutely. It's super exciting. And as, as a lot Betty, of times, a lot of times when when you know he finishes something in the summer, sometimes he'll he'll post little snippets, and that you know usually comes out the following winter, like I'm January hopeful. or so. It would be great. be great. Well, you know what? As long as it takes, we will give you all the time you need, SR. Absolutely, all the time you need when you're when it's ready, when you feel good about it, you can share it with the world. Absolutely. So I'm um, just glad he seems like he's in a very um, kind of a good groove right now, which is very exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. 
And of course he is because he's celebrating and has been on holiday for the past couple of days. So cracking a beer. Kudos, kudos to USR. Cracking the beer um, at the at the uh, cottage. <laughs> and, and as Betty said, Maybe. the boss out in the world. Mm-hmm. I wonder what kind of trouble he'll get into. <laughs> you never know with SR, Betty. That's true. As, and as Betty noted, we have the movies to keep us busy. We do. And uh, I, there's so much uh, love going out to QB Tyler. I just think that's beautiful. Yeah. Um, uh, Betty also noted, we. I think we can wait for the new book. I think so. We have a lot going on. Mm-hmm. We do. We're still we're still pursuing our, our beautiful uh, Miami Beach holiday with the Emersons, uh, <laughs> Chapter Fifty Six, uh, Gabriel's Promise, and uh, it is quite lovely. As the scene begins, as you know, they, as you recall, they just finished having uh, dinner um, at a wonderful restaurant um is this the jose garces restaurant if i recall mm-hmm. and uh, hello floor good morning good morning glad you could join us we're just about ready to start the chapter 56 discussion mm-hmm. 56 um but for having a little sexy times during this and so it's always chapters it, that end in sex that you know sexy time. <laughs> I shouldn't say it's not always, but it just no. seems like there's a. I, I remember we did another podcast or two, and it just happened to work out that way. Yeah. Um, so Julia has fed, changed Claire, and put her to bed. You can tell they just got home. They got back to their their beautiful, beautiful room um, where they're staying in Miami Beach and. Claire's rest, thankfully, going down, um, getting ready to put her little head down on her bed. So as Julia's taking care of her and tucking her in, Gabriel's standing in the living room looking out over the ocean. (laughs) Yes, Betty, Gabriel's getting lucky. He's about ready to. Mm -hmm. And he asked if Claire was down, and as as he was was preparing... um, as Julia was taking care of Claire, he had turned off the lights except for the blue glow from their private pool. And the breeze was blowing, the curtains to a gentle sway. You can just imagine. And again, SR has this, as I noted at the top of the hour, this chapter is just really beautifully written. Um, and he really sets a very romantic scene um, with the, the blue lights and the breeze. And he held out his hand to Julia and led her to the balcony. The sun had gone down. The stars were shining brightly above. And, you know, it just, it just harkens back to all of these beautiful romantic times when they had a chance to steal away outdoors um, at the end of the day. He had covered the daybed with cushions and soft blankets as you know, Gabriel is apt to do. Um, yes, and Elena said, I think Julia is the lucky one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I agree, and Flora said, ooh la la, very much so. So he lit the candles, as was his way, um, and soft Latin guitar music played in from the living room. And he lifted her hand and spun her around in a circle, her skirt swirling around her. And then he pulled her into his arms 
noting that they hadn't danced in quite a while, and she agreed as she rested her head on his tattooed chest. So you can just see this beautiful moment. Again, this would be so lovely. I could see Dennis capturing this in such a beautiful way um, if this became uh, came to screen. And... As they were talking, um, there was an apology about so sorry for ruining dinner, um, is, is what Julia said. And Gabriel, who was swaying back and forth with his head resting on her head, said it wasn't ruined, but you have a lot to worry about. Um, he also wished he could worry for her. Um, and, you know, he wanted to be the one to take care of her. And she reminded him that marriage doesn't work that way. So we asked Asar a few questions about this passage. Um, I, I said, you describe such a romantic setting at the beginning of this chapter. Is there any advice you follow for writing settings? And he said, I always start with research. As much as possible, I try to base a scene in a real location. So there's that word again, the R word, mm -hmm. research. And SR does such a fantastic job with that. Um, not just setting research. Uh, <laughs> there's been a, other, um, other notes of other types of research that he does as well, mm -hmm. in, of a more personal, intimate nature. Um, oh, I always laugh when he responds with it. I, I do a lot of research on these. <laughs> yeah, but you can tell too when you know when we were asking him about some of the settings when we did the podcast on Miami. Mm -hmm. You know, he was very specific. There were certain places that he went, mm -hmm. um, and that was where he drew. Um, you know, that's when he drew uh, that point. Mm -hmm. um, you know, those points of of details from and he kind of pulls them down which i think is really great betty said i would be so distracted with the dancing that i would have forgotten all about the problems they discussed during drinks i thought so too you know because gabriel's the one who said um you know as they were dancing i'm you know i'm just i'm sorry i ruined dinner and you can just tell that he he just was like it was weighing on him a little bit and <laughs> i'm with you i think he would have had me in that embrace. I would have been like, what, huh? What are you talking about? Well, it's called such a thing as compartmentalizing. <laughs> true, true. Or just being completely uh, swept up in his uh, his force field of fantasticness, right? Mm. That charisma and that powerful attraction that they still hold And that's um, when after you compartmentalize those stresses into another area. Exactly. <laughs> Well, you save it for another time. Right. Um, and she, you know, just, she just did such a good job of just saying, you know, look, you know, it wasn't ruined. There's just lots to worry about. And, you know, he wanted to worry for her. And mm -hmm. she reminds him, you know, it's takes two here. Marriage doesn't work that way. So I like that too, because I like mm -hmm. Julia's, I like Julia. Um, reminding him and, you know, being the partner in the relationship, not just being told, 
what to do, when I'll to take do, care and of how it. to do it. Mm-hmm. And uh, we also asked him, since he referenced it, uh, if there was any special Latin guitar music playing on the stereo, what his specific um, inspiration was or what he envisioned them dancing to. And he said, I enjoy the music of Jesse Cook. And I'm putting the question and the link in the chat room. And if you've never heard Jesse Cook, and I'm sure many of you have, I started the program off with it. He's a beautiful guitarist, and it's all very Spanish-oriented. And just, I've always been intrigued by Spanish guitar. I've always loved the Spanish guitar. Mm -hmm. Even going back to Lawrence Welk days with my grandmother watching <laughs> somebody play, like, <laughs> play Spanish guitar so oh it is it's so beautiful and it, it there definitely can lend an air of um just romance and absolutely and just such a beautiful uh, it really allows you to just have a, a relaxing certain Spanish guitar pieces are a little upbeat as you know but um when you're getting more into the flamenco realm but um, yeah, just gorgeous music. And Did you know that Charo was uh, was uh, uh, taught by Segovia to play classical guitar, classic Spanish guitar? I did not realize that, yeah. but that's super impressive. She's actually a really very accomplished musician mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, in her own right. I just, you know, her her shtick always kind of outshone that. Yes, it did. Um, but yeah, that's Segovia. Wow, that's phenomenal. So Gabriel slid his hand down Julia's back to her backside, claiming it as, and you can hear, you can imagine him just making that, ah, oh, incredible. She reached up and kissed him. They had been lovers for quite a time, but when they were apart, even for short periods of time, it took a little bit of uh, reconnection. Uh, they lingered to get to know each other's lips for a while. So Julia wrapped her arms around Gabriel's neck as they kissed. Um, they were reacquainting each other, um, I think is the word he used. And I, I love the way he did that phrase. <laughs> and uh, Betty, I love you so much. Betty says, I know we're talking about Gabriel and Julia, but tall Paul is playing in the background. That's My right. thoughts just went to Paul. Sorry, not sorry. Shell said, that's not surprising, Betty, <laughs> for your mind to go there. <laughs> LOL. And you know who else likes Spanish music, Betty Notes? Paul. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he does. And he likes paella as well. That's right. Um, yes, Shell, for Betty, all roads lead to Paul. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it so mm -hmm. much. So... They were kissing, and she whispered that she would never stop wanting him. And he said, bless you for that. She was wondering whether or not they could be seen from their balcony since they were outside. And Gabriel didn't think so. As long as they were lying down, um, they would be sheltered. She asked if he had something particular in mind, and he said... He truly was looking forward to recreating their night in Florence, which I thought was a beautiful um, 
way to hearken back to their early days mm-hmm. and uh, with the pillows and being outdoors with the music and the candles. Mm-hmm. I, I just Sweet. think that, mm-hmm. like, again, I just think this is so beautifully written. And they noted he, at the time they were very new and he wanted to recapture that particular moment. He kissed her hand and put it on his heart and noted, see how it beats faster when you're near. It was the same for Julia, she said, and as he softly caresses her, he tells her that her eyes are shining. Um, Of course they're shining because she knows what's in store, she Mm. tells him. Mm, Setting the stage, Gabriel's the master, the master Master of of seduction, seduction. (laughs) getting everything lined up, taking his time. So he, he beckons her to come, come with him. So Gabriel eases, Jul- eases Julia down onto the daybed, asking her what she wanted. <laughs> Betty, Gabriel, everyone's heart beats faster when you do all the stuff. <laughs> yes. Sometimes it, really it beats just a little bit harder when it's with the person that you are most connected to. Yes. So he's easing her straps to her dress down her shoulders and she said I want to see you so Gabriel tells her to undress him she quickly undoes his dress shirt as he skillfully with one hand undoes her bra (laughs) Pam Pam was uh, wondering earlier if uh, she wanted to know when males learn this trick the uh, unhooking the bra Uh, (laughs) they're quite adept at that yes they are yeah, and, and you know, in a crowded bar, when somebody reaches on your back, on your back, <laughs> and can unclip your bra with one hand while you're still wearing your shirt, mm-hmm. you know that there's you can. It, that's something to be there. I, that can be adapted I think, to. I think it's uh, years of experience there. I, I think. <laughs> um, yes, and Betty saying, "Gabriel, take it off. Take it off." Um, and Elena says, I think it's genetic, Pam. <laughs> Maybe it's, it is coded into their DNA. It could be. I don't know. <laughs> so at this point now, they are naked from the waist up, and he's kissing her and carefully nipping at her skin, and she's grasping his head, drawing it closer. Gabriel's hand then slides down her dress to her thigh when he discovers she's not wearing underwear. And he lifts his head at the realization, and Julia has a subtle grin on her face. Again, if this comes to screen, I just think that Melanie and Julia could pull this off beautifully. Mm-hmm. Um, having that that give and take and that that the dynamic of the connection, they're so good at portraying that. Um, Betty's wondering. Um, she says, "I wonder, leading men in romance novels, do they go to a special bra and hooking boot camp?" <laughs> they they must Betty, they and must. Not, you know and I know a few teenage boys that and, and that are not romance <laughs> novels boyfriends book boyfriends that know that technique and that's <laughs> not from personal experience but I I've 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 heard yes I've heard, <laughs> I, I've, heard I've seen it happen let me put it that way. <laughs> Oh my god. For gosh. practice, not not, as, not not for anything else, just practice. 
That's right. And as Floor notes, he's so smooth. He is. Mm -hmm. Truly. Um, and Gabriel loves Commando. Jay loves Commando, Anna says. <laughs> I think she loves to do that because I think it shocks Gabriel every time she does it. Maybe not shocks, but surprises, and it kind of thrills him that she well, does that, you know, which you, is so sweet. You've got Julia, who's you know, who's you know, she's very together. She's she's very subdued in her actions in a lot of ways, mm -hmm. and to come out uh, commando, <laughs> it's just you know, different. <laughs> well, and Julia, Jul Julia, Julia. Um, you know, has this little grin and this knowing grin on her face, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He's saying, you know, no underwear after give, I gave you all these underwear, um, you know, that would last many days. And Julia just said it made her feel sexy. And I love that because mm -hmm. Julia's owning her, her power. She's owning her sexuality. She's she owning... Is who she is and who she is with him. Um, and it's, I, I just, I love that. I love that, that she made that proclamation because she's, she's grown, right? She's grown in this relationship. He's mm -hmm. grown in this relationship. They've mm -hmm. grown together. And I just love that. It made her feel sexy. And, you know, she did this. It wasn't just for him, but it was for her as well. And I, I like, I like that. Recognition. <laughs> Betty said, I don't think I can do that. Mosquitoes bite me in the weirdest places. So no commando for me. <laughs> well, yeah, oh, Betty. You, you know, being going commando in the middle of winter, you won't get the mosquitoes. <laughs> oh, this is true. But then she'd be cold. My freeze your bits <laughs> off, but... <clears throat> Anna saying prim and proper outwardly, siren siren inwardly. Exactly. Absolutely. Siren inwardly is right. And Flora said, LOL, especially in that Miami heat during the summer, those ski those skeetos are out. And <laughs> and from what I understand, don't go to Manitoba in the summertime because the mosquitoes are, are killers. <laughs> They're big. Well, in the lake country too, especially around yeah. the water, it gets really bad. So, you know, Julia thought she had given it away when he said he was going to touch her. And Gabriel tells her that if he had known, he would have right then and there taken her. <laughs> so, you know, she she was ha ha holding this little gift, this little surprise um, all through dinner. Mm -hmm. And uh, Julia thinks they would have been arrested. And he assures her that they would have just been asked to leave. <laughs> Nothing like a little bit of public canoodling. Yes, yes. And I think Gabriel is all for the public canoodling. Mm -hmm. As long as he can keep uh, Julia covered and uh, away from prying eyes, Absolutely. I think he would canoodle all he wanted to in public. And, um, and I, I'm assuming she would enjoy it as well. I think so. How could you not enjoy that kind of uh, loving attention from? Exactly. So what kind of underwear do you think Gabriel got her? Do you, do you think it was Victoria's Secret, Agent Provocateur, or La Perla? Uh, oh, La Perla. I think he, he goes high end. Or maybe Target. You never know. You never know. That's 
French store. It's, it's all over the place. That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Great branding. Maybe she convinced him that he didn't have to always shower her with expensive things. But I don't think so. That's part of his that's part of his uh, his ethos, I think. Mm-hmm. Anything's possible. Yeah. Shell says, did uh, Julia once tell him that he, he's never canoodled in the day in his life? <laughs> <laughs> I believe you are correct with that show. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Tarjay, if Tarjay, she's cracking yes. us up. Yes. And that, Tarjay and JC Penier are the very high end of French stores that yeah. cover the United States. <laughs> right. Well, my, uh, my, uh, my former uh, vice president used to call it Jacques Penet. Jacques Penet? <laughs> <laughs> he just went straight to the Jacques. There you go. Which is funny. Yes. Yes. So now Julie is starting to undo his belt and his zipper. I think the train's about to go through the tunnel here. I think so, too. So um, she finds his boxer's waistband and slides her hand in for the big kahuna. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't realize you wrote that in. <laughs> oh my gosh! I I think I need to send this to SR. I think he would howl. <laughs> Dear SR, did you realize that the in the podcast today we uh, referred to Gabriel's penis as the big Kahuna? I think that would be Gabriel's like plant. <laughs> he may he may ask us uh, <laughs> how many beers we've been drinking uh, for Victoria Day. Exactly. Or how many of the Rita slushies? Anyway, I digress. But Gabriel stops her <laughs> mm. and uh, slides her hands uh, or, or <laughs> stops taking her dress off. But she wasn't satisfied until he was as naked as she was. That's right. After all, she wanted to see him, as she said. She wanted to check out the big coon. (laughs) And Betty said, I keep thinking of the song Estrella Cadente from the film. (laughs) So beautiful. Mm -hmm. And not the big anaconda, Betty said. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I wasn't thinking about anacondas, actually. I think uh, Jason Momoa was like in the background of my hand when mind when I said Dune. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh Not my that I know anything about that. <laughs> oh lord! Uh, so anyway, so she's. Um, and it's the three-quarter time show, it just is. in time it is. to celebrate. To I celebrate the big kahuna. Elena was saying um, she was heading to the free to freezer for some ice. Now I'm just unloading it, hoping I can slip it in there for a few minutes. <laughs> and Anna says, I always shop at the Target that's half a mile from Belmont. It's like to stretch right after a, the drive right and before my from, meeting. Right across from I'll, WPVI Channel 6, your ABC there you local go. affiliate. Mm-hmm. She said, I'll keep watch for the professor in the underwear department. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, my God. And, and next Amanda. time you're down that way, call me and then we can have coffee at the, at the Starbucks and the Target. Because I'm right oh, down the street. Ooh. I love that idea. Yeah. So anyway, so she's, um, you know, so now they're like, they're, they're, they're rather naked and looking at each other. And it's uh, starker and 
There's a blue glow from the lights inside the pool and the starlight above. It's warm in more ways than one. <laughs> and there's a beautiful shadow cast by the candles that was dancing all over their naked bodies. So as he, he's lightly touching her and she's tugged his hand away and she starts tugging at his backside to get closer. And he, she, he smiled down at her and asked if she was in a hurry. <laughs> and as is the case with young children, mm-hmm. um, get, you know, Claire could wake up. Right. That's, and that's definitely something that shifted in the dynamic of the relationship, right? She's that's exactly right. It, it's in her mind. You know, we, we only have this limited time. Claire could wake up. So, and he's like, she wouldn't dare, <laughs> but she has in the past. So, mm-hmm. which she reminds him of. Right. So as they're making love and Gabriel has to open her eyes and all he could see in her eyes was possession, protectiveness, want, as well as hope and love and a little bit of anxiety was reflected. And as he looked at her, he could see eagerness and urgency as, as she was getting close to her orgasm. Self-control was never Gabriel's <laughs> forte. <laughs> no, really? I'm shocked. Uh, I'm shocked, shocked by that. I mean, I could, you know, be knee-deep in a <laughs> in the mud. Anyway, so so anyway, so um, you know, he was he prided himself though as being as a good lover. So he he learned a little bit in that regard. And right, the, he and, he would for that he would take his time. Yes, and and he, would, the, he would hold himself back in order the, to excel right. at lovemaking. And considering that it was Julianne also. Um, you know, he's just realizing that he could linger there as long as they could and just languish in her loveliness. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so beautiful. Until he couldn't do it anymore. Um, but he, he kept that going as long as, and, and until her body started rebelling and only then would he chase his own, uh, passion. She uh, she's panning now, so you know she's getting close. She's getting close. Yes, and, he's uh, she, pleasuring her. She's pulling as her closer. Only Gabriel can uh-huh. closer and closer. And as she mm. gave way, he could follow. Then follow along, and so the train went through the tunnel. Whistles are blowing, smoke is blaring, and as it comes mm-hmm. out the other side, Gabriel's eyes opened his eyes, and she was already kissing him all over the place. His face. Mm-hmm. And uh, Julia praised the beauty of their union. It always was. And Gabriel said, She is beautiful and she deserved all good things. And he nuzzled her neck before gazing into her eyes, saying, Always. And they were lying there entwined in each other's arms until the night breeze chased them inside. Although I don't know how, I- how much chillier it could get at night. It can get chilly, but it's, you know, I think, again, I I really think this was beautifully written. Mm -hmm. I feel like that sense of connection, the closeness, the way that they treasure each other, the way that they really are connecting on such a deep level, 
-hmm. And it's just so beautifully written and beautifully expressed. And I think I think that's great. And Shell, please and take care. She had to she had to, to head out. And Floor, uh, by the way, uh, said LOL. Um, <laughs> Jason is hot. <laughs> so referencing Jason Momoa, but um, he is you know, in his I, own way. I love his hair. Yeah, I'm obsessed with his hair. Yes, except yes. when it it's reminds me of Palomalu, actually. Except when it's of, in a man bun. I don't, I'm not. I, I'm not big <laughs> on man buns. You're not a fan of the man bun. No, not really. You pull back I think, the ponytail or, or or wear it long, but no man buns. It just yeah. He does have that hair. You just want to run your hands through. Oh, that's yeah. for sure. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And and uh, you know and as Floor speaking of just hit running your hands through things and being wrapped up, Floor said SR's writing just has you so wrapped up in their romance. Mm-hmm. It's wonderful. Mm. It really is. It kind of transports you. And it, 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 it brings you in. It, it brings you in and helps you appreciate it's the all the different layers, all the different layers of the relationship, too. And, and, it, and it's the beauty of the relationship. And it's... Mm-hmm so organic and so you know in everything that he writes about whether Absolutely. it be the, the train going through the tunnel or whether it's just you know the little henpecky type funny comments that come along down the road right right or even a touch or a look right you know her little smile at the fact yeah i don't have underwear on mm-hmm. um i like that mm-hmm. i feel sexy about mm-hmm. that i and i know you would love that and it was fun kind of uh, having my own little secret there and waiting for you to discover that. Right. You know, it's it's kind of that is also a little bit playful and it's, it just shows their back and forth and their mm-hmm. um, the fact that they really are kind of partners in this together, which I think is really lovely. Mm-hmm. Um, Betty's saying, I wonder how many people need a little break after reading that love scene. I there is a reason why he ended the chapter there, right? Yes. <laughs> you need to take a moment. <laughs> you know, yeah, you got you got to bathe in the afterglow. Exactly. Not just Julia and Gabriel either. No. <laughs> the readers, <laughs> the readers need a break. Uh, so, but uh, Elena said, "Black Lab Lady says, I'm with you, Pam. Love the hair, no man button, please." And she said, "It would be a shame if this chapter was not brought to screen. It truly is beautiful." You know, I agree with that. Can you imagine? I just imagine because of the way the setting's written and how Passion Clicks really tries to stay true to the book. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can see they would find a place that had the pool lights with, the, you know, that blue glow and mm-hmm. have the balcony mm-hmm. and, of course, the bedding and all the, the things because they did such a beautiful job portraying that in, in their Florence shoot. Mm-hmm. And the lighting with that glow and then the looks on their faces um having that very intimate moment it would and you know as i mentioned before melanie and julia would knock it out of the park they really would do a great job with this so and and flora's looking she says i want all this kind of connection with someone too it's so organic uh praying for a g for me (laughs) and i love it for her (laughs) <laughs> well, we we had asked 
Uh, we'd also asked SR if uh, it was a challenging scene to write. He says, no, this was an enjoyable scene because of the setting and the context. Which I love. Because mm -hmm. I know sometimes uh, sometimes the intimate scenes are can be a little challenging. Mm -hmm. um, and well, I, I just love the fact that this this for him was such an easy one to write because he could see where it went, you know, there was a little ruffle at dinner. Mm -hmm. Um, they wanted to have a nice evening out. They wanted to have adult time. Uh, so I just, I'm, you know, it, it, enjoyable is what mm -hmm. he's saying. Mm -hmm. Setting in the context and it just kind of rolled, I can imagine. Well, it kind of, it kind of <laughs> reminds, you know, any scene like this, it kind of reminds me when, um, E.L. James is writing, uh, apparently she's writing a sequel to the mister. And she keeps <laughs> typing this one word in it, and she's always putting an F in it, and it's not supposed to have an F, so. Mm. You know, it happens. It happens. We also asked SR if he's tried the Passion Flicks wine, and he has not, but he's looking forward to it. And let me say that I can attest because being fortunate enough to go to Passion Con, that's where they kind of uh, showcase the wine. You will not be disappointed if you can get it uh, because it is delicious. I'm going to put the link in the mm -hmm. chat box. Um, you will not be disappointed. Up. Oh. Actually, let me, I need to copy the link here. Okay. Um, Shoppassionflips.com. Well, no, I'm putting it directly to the wine page. Oh, that is the wine mm -hmm. page. Oh, that's right. Passion. It's, it's passionflixwine.com. Wine. Yeah. You can get from shoppassionflix.com, but they have to have the special, in the U.S., because of our laws, mm -hmm. they have to have the special jump page uh, Confirming that you're over 21 years of age because you have to be over 21 to purchase alcohol. And unfortunately, I understand that there's some states are ha having trouble because of their state their laws. State laws. Um, and I, I, I meant to email um, Allie or uh, to see if, with the list of any of the wine dealers in Pennsylvania, that will allow it to be shipped to them. Because that would be good to check. That yeah, because normally to check. it's not allowed to. Well, and, you know, just a little bit about this wine um, on from the page. Uh, it is $34.99, a bottle. Mm -hmm. Sangiovese blend number four is what they premiered. And let me tell you, that's one of my favorite blends anyway. And it was absolutely delicious. From the Umbrian region of Italy comes number four, uh, Toe Curling Yumminess, mm -hmm. a full-bodied Sangiovese blend and the first of the Passion Flicks wine collection. The vineyard lies on a sun-exposed southwest-facing slope on a 90-acre nature preserve in the heart of Umbria, which also served as a filming location for Gabriel's Rapture. Mm. As we know. Yes. But yeah. That I, I am looking forward to drinking it, uh, to getting it somehow. 
So yeah, I'm, I'm curious. I know Pennsylvania, um, you have to get a certain, right. You can't just pick this up. You can't just order it directly from them. Right. But I'm hoping with 50 some, shades, of, the, 50 some of the shades states wine. around us, I'm hoping we can. Yeah. 50 Shades Wine, when it was available, I had, um, I had trouble getting a friend of mine in New York actually uh, met me at the shore in Stone Harbor, New Jersey to uh, give me a bottle. because she, she let me know she was getting it. And uh, mm -hmm. so I went down to get it from her. So. I'm, I'm hoping as well. I, I remember there, I, I haven't looked. Apparently, if you buy a case or if you buy six bottles, the mm -hmm. shipping is free. And I think it's, I mean, it's a lot of money. Mm -hmm. But I think it would be the best value. Um, because if you can get the free shipping, it's going to reduce your costs, at least in the U.S. I don't know. Legally, yeah. I don't know if they can ship internationally. I haven't dug into that yet. Um, for anyone who's overseas yeah, I'm, I'm listening. Curious. I'm curious about that, too, because I remember a long time ago, SR and I were having a conversation about, um, you know, buying things in, in Canada and, and, in, and here in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Because he did, apparently he can't get wine shipped to him through like a winery. He have to he has to go through. I think it's called the PLCB. Mm -hmm. But it's a licensing thing, and right, it's, it's a Pennsylvania Liquor Control Board. Right, and it's pretty mm -hmm. much it's this like the same thing up there um, in Ontario. They have a issue with with that too. I don't know about mm -hmm. the other provinces though. I don't know that. I just don't know. And, we'll have uh, to see. But he, he, I said, well, you know, sometimes if you if if you can have it sent to um, a Pennsylvania liquor store, the state uh, food and wine or wine and spirit stores they call them now, mm -hmm. um, that that's possible. But you know, you just reminded me. I used to know some people who worked there. And communications, because mm -hmm. um, that's part of the state government. Mm -hmm. I'm going to see if they're still there, and maybe I'll ask him a couple questions that might help us get some clarity right. on the rules. Um, I, and I'm just seeing some of the chat. Um, Flora says, or Cheryl says, don't laugh at me, but I like Kool-Aid tasting wine. Is this sweet? LOL. <laughs> Cheryl, this particular one... I would say is medium. It's not as sweet as some of the others, but it's not as dry either. It's kind of a middle. Mm -hmm. So you might like it. I know what you're saying though. The Kool-Aid wine. Um, I think I think they are going to have one that is more on the sweeter side, like a Moscato. But I'm not. Sh I can't mm -hmm. remember if that was on their list. But definitely, if you have a chance to try it, do so. Well, um, as, as Sangiovese sort of goes into the areas of Cabernets and Merlots. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of a mid. Mm -hmm. It's it's it's. I wouldn't say it's sweet by any means, by any means. And I'm so also it's, looking. It's not uh, Elena Elena made a comment. SR always makes the love scene so beautiful. There is never anything tawdry about it. Just sweet and lovely. And uh, Flora agreed. She mm -hmm. said he makes it really beautiful and dreamy, which is so true. Um, and then I see um, Cheryl said, I know nothing 
Oh, wait, wait, wait. I missed. Floor said, I bought mine. Already waiting on shipping. Oh, my gosh. Exciting, mm -hmm. Floor. And Cheryl Denise says, um, they can send alcohol to Georgia now. So, mm -hmm. which is great. Um, and then Elena said, I'm having trouble getting it delivered. I've tried to order it, but UPS doesn't like the address I need to use for its delivery. Mm -hmm. Not sure why, and I'm certainly not giving up. It's not to do with our liquor law here. Mm -hmm. um, and she's had many ad deliveries to this address. Growl. That's frustrating that UPS is the hindrance here. Um, yeah, that, that shouldn't be an issue. You know, the only thing I can think of is maybe if there's a business nearby, you might be able to ask the owner if you could have something delivered there. I don't know. That's that's frustrating, especially if you have access to mm -hmm. Um Flora said it's not sweet at all. I, I thought it was a little more mid. Everybody's taste is different. But the Kool-Aid tasting wine, I can tell you, definitely isn't Kool-Aid tasting. Um and Ashley said, even with these crazy gas prices for those that live within driving distances of each other, you might want to place a large order to save the shipping and meet up for the tasting. Absolutely. Um, that's what I was thinking, Elena. You know, mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm already, I want to see if it delivers to um, Delaware because I could have, um, my aunt could uh, maybe uh, order it mm -hmm. at some point. And we can see. You know, want to do everything by the book. Don't want to do anything inappropriate. So right. we'll also check to see. Um, I'm sure there's a wine distributor or, a, a you know, a dealer here that we can work with in the state, uh, in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania anyway. To, yeah, to I, I pulled down a list of them from the um, Pennsylvania site. <clears throat> I actually, one of my husband's friends was was doing that so i have to see if he's on the list what well, maybe after the podcast pam we could talk about it a little bit okay um in fact it's someone who has a son who lives out near you as a matter of fact Absolutely. so cheryl said it didn't suggest an address usually it is capitalization or adding that extra four digits to your zip code when she's responding to Elena's, mm -hmm. she said, I wish it was that easy. I've tried everything and now I've contacted passion clicks for their input. Mm -hmm. I actually think you should reach out to UPS, Elena. I think it's their issue. If they're having trouble delivering to you, I don't know. But I, it also might be in the area where Elena's living too. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. If you're in a more, more uh, rural area, sometimes UPS does have those issues. Yeah, it's true. And it is unfortunate. But I figure there's a workaround. I mean, maybe even maybe even going to ho a hotel or somewhere that you could have it. Or maybe it could just be delivered to the post office and you could pick it up. I don't know. We'll see. Mm -hmm. She has as well there. Hasn't gotten a response as of yet. You might be able to you know, tweet them at UPS and having this issue. Could someone please contact me? Sometimes that gets their attention, mm -hmm. you know, not in a negative way, in a not sure where to go with this way. Could someone reach out to me? You know, so, but anyhow, anyway, we're at time. We are. 
We are. I feel like I might need a cigarette after that chapter. <laughs> Reminds me of this guy that I used to work with, Andy Scuts Gatorno. Mm-hmm. Used to call him Scuts. Mm-hmm. Um, he was from Woodside, Queens. Mm-hmm. And uh, they asked, uh, somebody asked him one day if he smoked. He says, only after sex. <laughs> And P.S. That was very, um, I was just doing that for effect and um, euphemistically because I'm not a, I am not a smoker. I've never been a smoker. I don't condone smoking um, just because I had a lot of uh, breathing issues as a child. So, um, but, you know, that's always mm-hmm. kind of the, kind of the thing, right? Mm-hmm. The, mm-hmm. the traditional well, then I, there was another guy who says, I haven't looked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, yes, yes. He was just as bad as I am in some things. Mm-hmm. He was a good friend. He now lives in Florida. Oh, wow. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> and it's funny because it's funny because um, he, Mike, Mike, uh, Mike and I got along from the beginning. From the day I started working at this company till, you know. Until the day I left, we 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 was always we always had everybody in hysterics. In fact, one guy who's been said to us one time, "When are you two getting married?" Because of the way we carried on. Mm-hmm. But um, he, after I had you know I stopped working there and and we kind of lost touch a little bit. And I I remember seeing him. I ran into him in a grocery store, and he had just gotten married and um, a remar- He had been married once before, and his new wife was from Great Britain and London. He had, mm. One of the reasons why we kind of lost touch with each other was because he had been sent uh, by another division of our company to London to start to help put this, this department together. IT, it was an IT department. And uh, he, when he met this girl over there in his office and she, and, uh, they ended up getting married, and she's she was she's a lovely person. Um, and uh, then she got pregnant, but she in the meantime, she got very homesick. She was having problems getting a, a marriage license or a, a, a visa here or green card because of of her being from England and. Just all kinds of crazy stuff. And so they ended up, and then her mother got sick. So they went back to uh, London and so that they could take care of her mom. And he lived there for about 15 years, 10, 15 years. And, and their son, who was American-born, um, was uh, grew up with a, a British accent, which is very cool. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, but it, there was one... Uh, then I kind of I kind of lost touch with him for a really long time, and I was at, when I was taking care of my uncle who had cancer. I was online one day and I went into Facebook and I get this message: "Are you the, are you Pam Tolan who used to work at Computer Sciences Corporation in White Plains, New York?" And I'm like, and I knew exactly who it was. So, <laughs> and my name his. His, one of his nieces had a nickname for him called um, Uncle Mice because she couldn't Aww. say Mike. So I'm going, oh my God, Uncle Mice, how the hell are you? <laughs> so that Aww. brought the whole thing back again. So 
I love it. I yeah. love that connection. Yeah. And Here, as you know, Pam, another chapter for your book? Always. Got plenty of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyway. 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 It's, uh, it's time. It's time again. I mm-hmm. can't believe we've wrapped another chapter mm-hmm. of this beautiful story. Elena, Elena's um, got to reset her freezer since she melted everything, just opening it to, <laughs> to cool down. Mm-hmm. Betty said that was a great story, Pam. So it was. And I'm curious what uh, music are we going to be listening we to? We are going out? out with <laughs> Scotland Forever. <laughs> By John McDermott. <laughs> so, in dedication to Edinburgh. Edinburgh. Uh-huh. I love it. I so love have, it. have a great weekend, everybody. Enjoy. Stay cool for you folks in the, the dangerously hot weather patches. Uh, keep hydrated. We want everyone to be healthy and have a great week. Have a great thanks, day. Thanks for joining us this morning, afternoon, and evening. Enthroned on the peak of her own highland mountains, the spirit of Scotia reigns fearless and free. And tartan waving o'er blue rock and fountain, and proudly she sings, looking over the sea. Here among my mountains wild, I have serenely smiled when armies and empires against me were hurled. Firm as my native rock, I have withstood the shock of England, of Denmark, of Rome, 